0: Aloha and welcome to another episode of the Hawaii Vacation Connection. I'm Bruce Fisher. Aloha, Bruce. Got a great podcast for you for this October 5th, 2022. Why Waikiki is the topic, where to stay and what to do as we get through the big show. I also have some news for you. This is a different kind of podcast. It's a podcast that is not hosted by a wannabe social media influencer or somebody who knows nothing about a Hawaii vacation. We're your hosts. We're the owners of Hawaii Aloha Travel. We're in Hawaii. We're Hawaii's experts. And you can catch us on the web at hawaii-aloha.com. Or you can just give us a call at 1-800-843-8771. Agents are standing by right now to help you plan this Hawaii vacation. That's all we do here. We're 22 years in business. This podcast is actually going on 16 years, if you can believe it. So people are just finding out about podcasts the last few years, but we've been doing it since you can do it. And one of the reasons is because I love doing it and I love bringing information to you. Knowledge is power and that's what we're all about. But at the end of the day, I want you to give me a call and let me help you book your Hawaii vacation. We're a small business located here on the island of Oahu. And really, when you book with us, you're helping our local economy a little bit more than you would if you were booking on Expedia or one of these big OTAs. Now, our pricing is just as good, if not better and you get that personal customer service, which you deserve. And if you're planning a trip to Hawaii, you need that help. Trust me, this is a complicated destination at times. And there's information overload out there. And that's one of the reasons why I like to do this podcast, to kind of reel in some of this information that's out there and kind of give you a local perspective of what's going on and especially how to get the most out of your vacation dollar and have the best experience all right let's get to it we got a lot of ground to cover i was not here for two weeks and the reason is is because we're actually going through a complete uh, revamping of our website and we've, we've actually moved servers and moved to different places and uh it's you know on the technology side and it's a big monumental job because we've got thousands of pages and tons of uh stuff that needs to be reworked and redirected and gosh, you know, I'm constantly working on it and there's so much work involved when you have a website that's legacy like ours been around so long and there's so much information so be looking for that and so we haven't been able to even actually upload the podcast because it's been, we've been in limbo <laughs> so hopefully you're you're, you're you're able to hear this podcast soon because I, I after I do this, I don't know if I can upload it so we'll figure all of that out and um, we're so glad here. All right, let's get to some news. Now, there's something that's going to happen here in February of next year, which I'm extremely excited about. It's kind of a new surfing vacation experience. And it's actually, they're calling it a waterfront recreation and lifestyle venue. It's called the Waikai, and it's the first development of its kind in Hawaii. It's a year-round surf park is what it's going to be. And it's going to have the world's largest deep water standing surf wave, a 52 acre lagoon, all for water sports. It's really exciting. It's going to have three restaurants and a large event lawn where people can do events, which sounds exciting. And it's going to be overlooking the waters of the Pacific. It's part of this uh, Hoa Kalei Resort in Eva Beach which is about 35 minutes from Honolulu without any traffic, but it'll be kind of a schlep to get out there but it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be amazing. And we're very excited about the February 10th opening. And we're going to be looking for it. We'll be bringing you information. Hopefully we'll get invited and go there. But uh, it's going to be, you know, you can do stand-up paddling. You'll be able to learn how to surf. You'll be able to do a lot of the, uh, you know, they even have like waterfront fire pits. It's going to be a beautiful resort location. And uh, we're looking forward to, to hearing more about it. Um, you know, it, it, you know, they have these awards all the time. Now, Condonet magazine which is kind of like i think a high mucky muck type of magazine (laughs) because i always see these luxury magazine things and it named the number one hotel in hawaii now what is the number what is being called the number one hotel in hawaii as it's called espacio which is i don't know i think it's kind of like a is that espacio what does that mean is that Latin or something. <laughs> I have no idea what that means. It's not a Hawaiian word. That's for, that's for sure. It's called the Jewel of Waikiki, and it's named the number one hotel in Hawaii. And, you know, this is a beautiful property. Don't get me wrong. But in all the years that I've been doing this, I mean, they've, they, it's been open, what, about three years now, two or three years now? It's um so high end that I have only booked it once in my career. I've only seen this place once when it first opened, and it's super high mucky muck. That's what I call it. I don't know if that's the right word. But it is really it's got nine it's only got nine rooms. In the whole building, and it's right on Waikiki. They're, they're like multi room suites. Each, each unit has 2200 square feet, if you can believe that. They all have their own elevators or something. They all have. Panoramic, unbelievable views. Keep in mind this, and I'm gonna be talking about this as we talk about Waikiki today, about the beach on Waikiki and the beaches on Waikiki. But um amazing primacy, it's an upscale vacation resonance. Now, how do they come up with this? Because like they're saying that they've had two hundred and fifty thousand people voted for what you know, yeah. It, it's the Reader's Choice Award with the Luxury Boutique, Espacio. This, I'm just reading right from, right from the article. 250,000 people voted. How <laughs> is that possible? I don't know where they get these, these numbers. Now, granted, it is a beautiful hotel. But, you know, to me, a number one hotel is a hotel that people have a great experience at, that a lot of people can go to. Who can afford this? I mean, the last time I checked, it was like a couple thousand dollars a night, at least, to stay there. I think it's even more. So anyway, spacio Waikiki. Uh, I haven't mentioned COVID in a while. Uh, COVID nineteen cases have declined dramatically here in Hawaii. Um, in June, there's only been a, a you know maybe a hundred something cases. I'm not downplaying it, but the BA five variant is the dominant strain here. I know that people are still concerned about. Um, COVID-19 and we still have people asking whether or not there's restrictions here there are no restrictions for Hawaii so keep that in mind as you uh, plan your Hawaii vacation nothing to worry about there but always mask up always be mindful get all your boosters and please don't bring that COVID here and we don't want to give you COVID when you're here and you take it back I was just talking to a friend of mine who said, you know, they, they, they were in Maui. Actually, it was Jamie Wimpenny, our blogger. He, he said that his parents or somebody in his family got COVID while they were on vacation here. And, you know, I've talked about that a few times where there's kind of like this stigma where you come to Hawaii, you get COVID. That's just not true. Okay, it's not true. Don't worry about that. All right, let's get on to our topic for today, which is why Waikiki. Good question, right? Why would you want to stay in Waikiki? Now, just to give you your bearings a little bit, Waikiki stands for sprouting water. I have no idea why they call it sprouting water. At some point, I guess it was sprouting, but that's beyond me, and that just shows how dumb I am about Hawaiian stuff, (laughs) you know, like Hawaiian history stuff. But... When you think of Waikiki, remember that and and I'm just going to give you this because some people just don't know this, you know, or you're new to this whole idea about Hawaii, but Oahu is the island, Honolulu is the county, Waikiki is a area within a city within Oahu. So keep that in mind. It's a neighborhood on the island of Oahu. And when you're thinking about Waikiki, I say keep the two-mile rule in your head. What is the two-mile rule? The two-mile rule is everything in Waikiki, is, it's a two-mile stretch from one end to the other. So if you're in Waikiki, you know that everything is within two miles from you. And if you're like me, that's very comforting because whenever I get to a new location, I just don't know where anything is. I get very disoriented and I think everything is far from everything else. I mean, when I was in San Francisco, I think I didn't know where a restaurant was and it was right around the corner and I took an Uber there and had to spend $12 or something. You know what I mean? So just keep in mind the two mile rule, that's the whole length of Waikiki pretty much. You know, you can still keep going. I'm going to talk about that, the different parts of it. So... Everything is nearby, and that's one of the great things about Waikiki. It has eight beaches the Fort DeRussie Beach, it's got the Duke Kahanamoku Beach, the Halikulati Beach, which is practically nothing now, <laughs> the Royal Hawaiian, the Kui. Technically, it has these six beaches. I'm going to talk about that because the beaches are not. I, I, the beaches are beautiful here, don't get me wrong, and the water sports are great that you can do here. But they're populated beaches, you know, and some of these stretches of beaches have been eroded. And we'll talk about that. And since 1951, this is just a little fact for you uh, that I caught on uh, Wikipedia. In 19, Since 1951, nearly 2.8 million cubic feet of sand has been added and restored to Waikiki Beach. And, and what it says on Wikipedia, like a key, like a Wikipedia, Wikipedia, <laughs> Wikipedia, I don't know what I'm talking about here, is that... Um, Very little of that added sand remains. And, you know, I question that because if you go and you look at the texture of the sand, anything north of Queens Beaches is on the Diamond Head side. It is a more coarse sand. So I've always thought that you can still feel that um, that sand. And I think there has been dredging since then. So I'm not sure I agree with the Wikipedia on that. But it is so beautiful. And Waikiki does have these beautiful beaches and they're very accessible when you think about Waikiki think about location 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 the three the three Ls right because it's where to stay now i like to break Waikiki up into kind of three parts or three quadrants if you will when i explain the layout of Waikiki this 2 mile stretch of beach of uh, of uh, area you know the, from one end to the other from diamond head to the other side where the like hilton hawaiian village is on that side where the alamana uh, mall is um so i break it up three three quadrants the first quadrant is the diamond head side Okay, that's where the zoo is, the aquarium is, the um, Kapiolani Park. There's Queen's Beach. It's a it's a nice stretch of beach. I kind of like that side of the area. I think it's more it's really good for all types of people and all kinds of vacationers. You know, I think more of the independent uh, vacationer with kids would stay more on that side. When I say independent, they don't need as much structure, or they don't need a big resort you know, uh, that kind of thing. So I think that quadrant, that area, the Diamond Head side is, is one area. Another area that I like to call is Central Waikiki. Central Waikiki is pretty much in the middle. You've got the International Marketplace there, some of the major hotels there, the Sheridan, the Outrigger Waikiki on the beach, the Moana Surfrider. That's kind of Central Waikiki. Okay, it's a little more populated there. Um, the views of the beach are not quite as good when you're overlooking the beach because there's buildings on both sides. So that would be central Waikiki. And then uh, the other area I like to call is the Eva side. You know, when we talk about uh, uh, directions here, we always go Eva or Diamond Head Way. So the, the, just to track back a little bit, the Diamond Head side is the southern part of, Wa- of Waikiki, and then the opposite of that would be the Eva side, which I call the North, North Waikiki. Now, this area is home to some of the bigger resorts that you see out there, like the Hilton Hawaiian Village, the Outrigger Reef on the Beach. There's a few others. That's in the Fort DeRussi area. And then uh, along Alawai Canal, there are several hotels like the Double Tree and so forth. So those are the three quadrants that I like to talk about. And then, you know, people ask me, like, where do you stay? Okay, so it really depends on, um, on your budget and what you're trying to accomplish. And I always need to talk to you about that and figure out, like, which is going to be the best place for you to stay. But there are three main drags. Are we calling them that? Three main streets that you can stay on when you're in Waikiki. The main drag is called Kalakaua Avenue. Kalakaua Avenue is home to most of your hotels, most of the upscale hotels. The hotels that are on the beach are going to be on Kalakaua Avenue. The next major thoroughfare I guess that's a good word for it, or drag, is the Kuhio Avenue. This is, now we're going west. That's the next major drag. There's some beautiful hotels there. I kind of like call it the second city of Waikiki in a way, because if you get, if you go to Kuhio, where it's centrally located, um, in the central part of Waikiki that I'm talking about, you've got some newer hotels there. The uh, Lalo, well, newer in the sense that they've been renovated in the last few years. You've got the Lelo, the uh, Surf, Jack, several other hotels along that Kuhio um, Avenue area where they've done a lot of renovation, a lot of rebuilding. It's kind of hipper. I would say that it skews a little bit younger um, along that stretch in the middle of Kuhio Avenue. And you know, as we go west here, you know, the prices are less expensive. As you and then and there, and there's lots of feeder streets in here with some some properties like where the White Sands Hotel is and stuff like that, but. As you go west, then there's the Aloy Canal thoroughfare that I'm talking about. That's another place. Now, the further west you go, the cheaper the prices are, and the further away from the beach it is. I would say that if you go the furthest west to Alawai Canal, like I would say it's uh, four or five pretty large city blocks, uh, and it's about it could be up to a 10 or 15 minute walk, depending how fast you walk from like a place in in on the Alawai Canal. And there's, there's all kinds of properties, the coconut, white. Like, key there's uh, the colony the island colony there's several hotels along smaller boutique hotels and less expensive properties along the alawai canal and along that area but you know the further west you go the further you know the deeper you go into waikiki the less expensive it is in general just in general. And you know, the other thing about Waikiki is just so many things to do. I mean, let's face it. I mean, if you're new to water sports, and you want to get into water sports, it's a great place for beginners. You've got Everything, uh, Surfing. You can take surfing lessons. There's some good snorkeling, actually, right in Waikiki. Uh, you can take sailing tours or the Outrigger Canoe. Um, you can take up stand, uh, stand-up paddle boarding. But there's also everything else. There's hiking. You can do some nice hikes. You can go hike up Diamond Head, which is, you know, pretty popular. But you can take a walk um, up and down Montserrat Avenue. Remember that one. Montserrat is a beautiful, uh, nice little walk that you can take. And maybe on a Saturday afternoon. We have our farmer's market at Kapiolani Beach Park. You take a walk up there, it's a nice hike, so you can do that. And There's also a feeder street that's off of Waikiki towards this Diamond Head side. So if you're staying on this Diamond Head side, I think a lot of these things are a little more accessible. Kuyo Avenue is just a gem for a little hole in the wall and great restaurants, including Bose and maybe not so hole in the wallish. ish uh, the side street in. There's Rainbow Drive-In. There's tons of little restaurants and shops along Kuihio Avenue, which is a feeder street that you can get to on the Diamond Head side. So there's just so much to do. You know, I always encourage people to experience Waikiki, stay in Waikiki. It does, I think, get a bad rap. People always complaining that there's too many people. But what the heck is wrong with that? When you're on vacation, it's nice to have things accessible to you and don't forget you can easily get outside of Waikiki and we can help you with that by the way of course we can do all of this for you check out our secret Hawaii tours this is an excellent this is our, our tour company and we're on Oahu and and on Kauai and we do private tours so check it out secret Hawaii tours and we can get you going on uh, with a local, an adventure with a local, people that are from here and really care about these islands. We have a culture tour, Aloha Plate Food Tour. We've got the Hawaii Five O Tour. We've got a Secret Circle Island Tour where we take you to special spots. So definitely check it out, Secret Hawaii Tours. And, of course, give me a call or give our agents a call here, 1-800-843-8771, to book your Hawaii vacation now. Now's the time to do this, kids. Because uh, prices are all over the place. And it's good to lock something in now for future. All right, that's going to do it. That's going to wrap it up for my beautiful wife, Yaling And all of us here at Hawaii Aloha Travel, I'll say aloha and mahalo.